0: Can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it now. Nah, I can't help it now. Nah, I can't help it, I like a Celtic, I can't help it,
1: I fall like a Celtic. Alright, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPulcito. We are joined here today by my brother Paul. I'm uh, gonna walk through a recap of today's game uh, against the Pistons. Where we fell ninety six to ninety three, and pretty ugly game for the most part. But what we'll talk to today is some of the positives, uh, some of the negatives, and then really a couple things that need improvement on moving forward. Uh, to get started, I'm going to push this over to Paul here. Uh, want to get still want to start the same way as normal. Uh, and do a player of the game here. So if you were to look through the Celtics lineup today, who do you have as the guy?
0: Um, To be completely honest, I don't think anybody was the guy tonight. Um, If you're going to have to choose, you're going to have to – I mean, you could choose either Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. They combined for a little over 50 points, and that 53. was pretty much our entire offense – um. So yeah, I would definitely have to give it to either one of those. But I mean, you can kind of pick your poison.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I gotta, I gotta go with Jalen Brown. Uh, I mean, you saw him. You saw him at the end. They actually drew up a play for Jalen Brown. Uh, I guess that's kind of a, it's encouraging to see. I mean, he had the hot hand for most of the night. Not so much from three, uh, but did end the night twelve of twenty. Uh, Ended the night with 25 points, 9 rebounds. Almost got his double-double here. Uh, Two assists, and he did end the night with three steals and a block. Uh, So uh, from a defensive standpoint, just continues to do absolutely everything you need from him.
0: And I think that's our whole defense, to be
1: completely honest. Jeff Teague,
0: Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, even Tatum jumping in the mix. A lot of steals, had a couple blocks. Um, I think I thought it was just a great defensive play. It's just the same kind of things that we're struggling with and we'll get to it further on, but I think it was the re- the defensive rebounding that really um kind of let the Pistons take over. But yep. the defense played outstanding. I thought when it comes to steals, um
1: Yeah, ended the night movement, with twelve steals. Yeah,
0: movement. Yeah, it looks good.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's tough. It's tough coming in playing a team as horrible as the Pistons yeah they don't have a very explosive offense. We ended the night with twelve steals, so it was a solid defensive game i mean it was we held them to ninety six points right but we only scored ninety three Our offensive efficiency tonight was absolutely horrible and right before we started this podcast, Paul had mentioned it. Our bench just didn't show up today, and it's not even just as it's not even the bench. Uh, it's pretty much the entire team outside of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. So we'll dive into we'll dive into that in the the back half of today's podcast. but um, to start off, Jalen Brown had a really solid game. Uh, had a, had a couple of really nice deals, great assists coming in transition. And you saw Tatum while he struggled from the field again today end up with 28 points again he's he's just that guy he just continues to do it he puts up his numbers every day um outside of those two we did see marcus smart with 13 points uh, didn't really have a great night offensively as far as shooting efficiency goes he Ended the five of 14 but what we saw are a lot of him uh what we saw a lot from him today was assists, so he ended the he ended the night with nine assists, and I think that right there is exactly where we need him to be paul i'll toss this over to you because I know earlier today you were saying that this is really the first game where we've seen Marcus Smart start to score, and again, it kind of fell off in the second half. Uh but I mean overall thoughts I guess here on on Marcus Smart towards the end of the day here.
0: Yeah, I thought this was going to be a 20 point game. Uh 20 even maybe mid 20s for him and it just yeah, like you said it just fell off. I thought he was um uh, getting good shots. He was a kind of a big part of the offense today and then it just kind of dwindled as oddly enough as the Celtics started coming back into the game and maybe it's just because you saw the ball in Tatum or Brown's hands more but it just seemed like his offensive efficiency just went down as the game progressed
1: yeah and it kind of looked like that for everybody on the team Marcus Smart did have a fantastic defensive night uh, he got matched up against pretty much everyone on the Pistons uh, covered a lot of uh, Derek Rose who looked like the old MVP Derrick Rose tonight against a you know Boston Celtics team that isn't a bad defensive team
0: one of the best honestly uh
1: Derrick Rose ended the night with 17 points, 4 assists, 5 rebounds. Uh so I don't I don't know. It's a it's a tough look but smart pretty much covered everyone on the team. You know between Grant uh, Sadiq Bay, Killian Hayes, Rose. I mean, really, all everywhere, everywhere on the roster. I mean, Miles Plumlee didn't see any time against him, but pretty much covered everyone else. So it's it's a tough look for the Celtics today. Uh, you know, I think we had a a lot of bright spots as far as like individual. Contributions. I mean, Time Lord, for the little bit of time that he was there, played pretty well on the defensive end. Had a great block, a uh, couple of really good possessions for him on defense, and then you see him get hurt. And I don't know about you, Paul, but like this is something where you know, I'm kind of afraid that he might be out for another six weeks at this point. It seems like his entire career has just kind of been... Start to show some promise, get hurt, and then be out for a very long time.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's like a revolving door with him. Uh, like you said, you see him get some good minutes, get some good time, add a lot of energy coming off the bench today. Um, very promising. And then, of course, he has to get out. And with those injuries, it looked like just a knee to knee contact, could have been a stinger or something like that. Um, But then again, this has happened before where he's out five, ten games plus. So, um, hoping for the best for him because he's been showing a lot of energy and helping us a lot on the defensive side recently. So, um, hopefully it's just a tic-tac one and he'll be back shortly.
1: Yeah, the thing that that scares me the most with the Time Lord injury is, I mean, you saw him getting worked on in the tunnel. And – if it is if it is some small thing, he's probably just going to go to the bench. They've got room over there. But the fact that he did go into the tunnel, it's just – it's not – Yeah, but that also could be COVID kind of social distancing rules. They have all the space
0: now. They, there's no, like, stands or – like, there's no
1: fans, yeah. Fans
0: or anything. They have all the space to stretch out and do what they want. He was still at least in the screen and the camera could get him, so –
1: didn't the fact the that he didn't
0: room. go to the locker room was Fair good. Enough. I think it was more they were just using their the space that they have now that they don't have fans. So I don't think that's the biggest thing. And he was he was sitting back on the bench in his chairs after yeah. after getting stretched out and stuff. So let's we're, we're hoping for the best here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Really, really need Robert Williams to I guess be healthy and get some more minutes because he did look good. He brings he brings a lot of energy. He runs the floor so. It's something that we do need him to get back uh, sooner rather than later. So the other guy, and I'll, I'll ask you at the end of this, but the other guy that really looked strong today was Jeff Teague. And it's something we haven't seen a ton of so far, um, in the regular season at least. He looked great in the preseason. But uh, he ended the night 20 minutes, 12 points, 3 assists, Two steals, uh, and just overall looked overall looked solid. You know, in the first half, first quarter, he was the only one on the team that did anything. First half, he looked really good, and you saw him join the lineup towards the end of the game as well. So you see him going in in the in the big possessions. But I mean, what are, what are your thoughts overall? He seemed to be that guy on the the Celtics that had things clicking today.
0: I Yeah, I thought he played really well today. I think the one thing that stands out from Jeff Teague is his off-ball defense. He is so quick to come in and double and jump spin moves and jump uh, passing lanes. He does so much when he's not directly defending the ball. Um, I thought he did very good helping out on defense um, and... I thought he got a couple more assists than he was actually attributed for, but um, yeah, I thought it, overall great game. I think the one thing on the offensive side, um, for a veteran, he, I still kind of see him being a little hesitant with a shot. I want him to put up some of these open threes that he has, a couple ones in the lane forcing extra passes. I think he just has to get a little uh, more chemistry with our team and, and get that confidence that he had uh, prior to being in Boston.
1: Yeah, especially especially later in the game, you saw, you saw Teague really with two or three wide open threes that I just want. He just passed up. up. It's not. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough. I mean he shot he shot well. He shot four or five from the field. uh, Made his only attempt at from three, and you know when you have when you're down when you're trying to come back, every open shot you can get you should be taking. And Teague has shown that he's capable of hitting them, uh, not only this year, but just in his career in general. I mean, I'm kind of surprised to see him be as hesitant as he has been. To the contrary, I mean, he is passing up an open
0: three to hand the ball off to Tatum or Brown to shoot those three. That I mean, he he knows kind of his role, so it could also be like just being more comfortable getting those shots, taking those shots, but I mean... On the contrary, I guess really is he giving up a whole lot if he's passing it to one of our, you know, our, our studs on the team for them to take a higher percentage shot.
1: But do you think that it's a higher percentage shot if you're passing up an open three to pass it to a guy like Tatum who's not wide open? He's always he always has enough space though. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. It's it's. I personally would like to see him take a little bit more I, of those shots, especially in a in a game as tight as it is. You know, Scal talked about it even with Marcus Smart towards the end of the game, uh, off of that Jalen Brown pass. I mean, he's not upset with them taking it because he's wide open, right? And Teague, I mean, no offense to Marcus Smart, Teague is a better three point shooter than Marcus Smart. Like I, if. It's smart for Marcus Smart to be taking these open threes I'm more than happy to give Jeff Teague that look and it's something I think he needs to he needs to get a little bit more confidence in that end and, and take those open shots when he gets them yeah, absolutely so if the Celtics did come out with a win, I would say we had we would have a little bit more on the positive end that I want to talk about uh, there were some other good performances. But I wanna, I wanna kind of switch it up and kind of move towards the the back half of this podcast. Talk about some of the things that that need to change. Some of the things that just did not go our way. Uh, before we do so, quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. All right, guys, time for my new favorite sponsor, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Greens Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is... All Venture Greens nutrition products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at venturegreensnutrition.com. Use code CELTICS TAKE15. That's CELTICS TAKE 15 for 15% off your order. You won't regret it. All right, Celtics fans, we're back for the back half here to talk about some of the negatives from today's three-point loss to the Detroit Pistons. Uh, I want to start this off. For me, the biggest thing that the Celtics struggled with was defensive rebounding, right? I mean, offensive boards from Detroit absolutely killed us. And if you look at... If you look at the stats, I mean, 11 offensive rebounds for the Pistons. And it's something that you, you can't let happen, right? And, I mean, if you look and at... that was against some of our big lineups, too, where
0: we had a Tice and a Thompson in there. And it was it was just... The, they weren't bouncing our way today. That's the best way of saying it.
1: Yeah. And one of the things... I mean, we played a big lineup again today. So, we started Tyson and Thompson, uh, which... I'm not. I'm not upset about. If you look at Detroit's lineup between Grant Jackson and Bay, all of them are six foot eight. Plumlee's six eleven, so they do have a tall team. Like they have a big, big lineup. So I'm fine with that. But if you're playing two bigs and you're going with the big lineup, there's no reason to be letting up so many offensive rebounds. And that is a. It cost us a lot in the fourth quarter. I mean I think they must I think they had four in the fourth quarter alone, which is a tough look. Right? I mean across the Pistons lineup tonight, as far as scoring goes, Jeremy Grant killed us. End of the night with twenty-four points, uh four rebounds, a steal. Derek Rose, 17 points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals. Sadiq Bay, seventeen point seven rebounds. The team just killed us. Plumlee had seventeen rebounds himself, including five offensive rebounds. So I mean, looking at looking across this team, they're one and four. They're not a good team offensively this season. Have sucked. What do you attribute this to? Like why? The Detroit Pistons. Why Why could we not figure it out against a team like the Detroit Pistons? I think some of the times it just comes down to it wasn't our night. I mean, I
0: think offensively we shot the ball poorly. Um, we still ended with 47%. I'm surprised at that statistic. Uh, but I just, even, even at the last shot when I was talking to a guy and I was like, I don't even know who we want to shoot this. Nobody, nobody was shooting great today. I mean, well, Jalen Brown shot all right, but we don't typically
1: give him the ball for the last shot. It's usually a Tatum. I 12 mean, to 20 is 60%. I mean, he shot – Jalen Brown shot pretty well. Yeah. From I, three – I mean, no, you're you're right. From three, he shot one of seven. So it's
0: – Yeah, I mean, we, right, we did tough. have Tatum take a last shot. We had – uh, Brown take a last shot. We even had Marcus Smart take a last shot. Nobody could sink it. It was just it was one of those nights the boards weren't bouncing our way. Uh, and we weren't we weren't hitting the shots that we needed. Um I mean we could also talk about free throws. I mean shooting fifty percent and only getting to the line fourteen times like it's horrible. That's, that's not it's horrible. a stat that that's a stat that we need to get in our favor. Um, I mean Smart I,
1: missed all three of his.
0: Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> it's not a great look. I mean we we talked about The uh, defensive side being a high point today, Um, we ended with ten blocks and twelve steals. I mean, that's a great. You look at that, and that's a great
1: defensive game. That should be a win in and of itself. Exactly.
0: But then, but then, when we're giving it away, eleven offensive rebounds. That's just shooting us in
1: the foot. Do you know what we shot from three point percentage? Twenty six percent. Twenty five point eight percent. Yeah. Eight of thirty one and it, that's that's it when you're it. shooting
0: 30 times from it's
1: it behind the arc
0: like you you need a you need a, a higher percentage than that, that
1: we've t- we've talked about it every podcast so far the Celtics can put together uh a couple good quarters tonight it was not the first quarter we got outscored 27 to 12 uh fourth quarter we outscored them 20 to 17. Third quarter, outscored them 33 to 24. And second quarter was a wash, 28-28. So again, three quarters that we put together that we won or tied. But we had one quarter again, a bad quarter. In I honestly, it might have been the last episode with you. I mean, it's it, it's tough to watch because we're having another quarter where we're not just losing, but we're getting absolutely smoked. Like, losing by 15 points in the first quarter is unacceptable. Like, we were tra- we trailed by 21 points in the first half. Yeah. It's just, it's not something that's sustainable. It's not something that we can do against the Pistons, who are not a good team. If we were to go up against any playoff team and have the offensive night that we had we're getting we're getting beat by 50 like it, you can't shoot 25% yeah
0: and again on the offensive side with 19 turnovers that's just not sustainable i mean we we can't we can't be giving the opponent i mean the pistons or whoever we can't be giving them 19 extra possessions so yeah. that
1: that that hurt us yeah, yeah. so I, I want to I dive into some of the things that we need improvement on and need to continue to see for the Celtics to, to really make that leap. Uh, I, we, could, we could talk for three hours about the negative parts of today's game on the offensive end, but I want to talk about moving forward into the future what the Celtics can and need to do to continue to be contenders within the East. So one of the things that, you know, Kendrick Perkins has talked about is he said that Jalen Brown is officially the best player on the Celtics. Better than Tatum. Offensively, he doesn't have a single flaw in his offensive game. And when you look at the Celtics' young duo, we're third in the NBA as far as points. Harden and Wood... Average 62. Irving, Durant, 56.6. And then you have Tatum and Brown with 51.6. And that number only went up today uh, because I think we ended with 53 between the two of them. So if you look at the Celtics duo, where do they need to be? Do you need to see that number increase? Or are you pretty comfortable being around that 50-point mark with them? Uh, If we can get... If we can average 50 points
0: from the two of them, I think we're going to be totally fine. I don't think it has anything to do with them. Um, like you said before, plenty of times before, you blink and they have 20 points. Like, I'm totally okay with 50 points. I'm happy with 50 points. They, they are our 1A, 1B studs. Those are our guys. Uh, 50 points is good. I think, it's, I think it really comes down to our consistent role players. Uh, I mean, we've seen Pritchard, and we've harped on him. He's a phenomenal player. He's had a great start of the season.
1: Zero points today. Um, I mean, you saw a guy like Carson Edwards check in, which early, I, yeah, I don't like seeing anyway. End of the night with zero points. Grant Williams and Jeff Teague were our only bench players with any
0: points at all that scored. Yeah, I-, I mean. We need more consistent play from our role guys, I and mean, that's as simple as that. I, I mean, Jason, Bra- uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can score 80 points a game, but if nobody else is scoring, I mean, it's going to still be tough to win.
1: Yeah, and it, it, looking at the last couple games this season, one of those guys that has performed on the offensive end as far as points go is Robert Williams, and we kind of saw his time got cut short today. You know, left in the third and only ended the game with 11 minutes. You know, he put up again, played pretty well on the defensive end, but only got two shots, went 0 for 2. Uh, so ended again the night with zero points. One of the other guys that I do want to talk about here is Daniel Tice. And he said this post game against Memphis where we opted to play with the small ball lineup where he was the only big, uh, and again, a lot of that is due to Tristan Thompson just being hurt. But for everyone who's been giving him shit, like we need to take this into consideration. Like Tice is really good. Tice excels at setting screens and sealing defenders. Right. And you see that a lot when Tatum has the ball in his hand, sealing and getting Tatum to the hoop, uh, When he plays the four, he can't just screen and run down and go for the seal. Every time he sets a screen, he needs to look down low and see if Tristan's there. And then that takes his arguably best feature and just throws it away. So for me, I think he needs to either move to the bench and be the only big going in, or we need to or we need to switch up the lineup somehow because for me I don't think that Tyson Thompson can coexist in a starting lineup and correct me if I'm wrong here like I just I don't see it happening yeah I, I think it can happen I don't think Tice
0: is totally I guess used to honestly been comfortable playing with a second big he's not used to it we don't typically do that Um we like, the, as Celtics, I think for the past like 10 or so years we like playing small ball for the most part. We like stacking our guards in our, in our small fours. We don't usually play a center or power forward. I mean, we see a lot even last year where like Jalen Brown was our four. Yeah. A lot. So, I mean I, Tice is, this is just, it's a learning curve for him too, I think, even playing with another
1: big. So, for me, if you're looking at the team, because I'm, I'm curious on your thoughts, and I've talked about this in a couple past episodes. Do you like the two big lineup? I think against certain teams.
0: I I wish I would we could see the small lineup a little more. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I do like the two bigs. I like the physical force that we can put on a team. Um, there's not a whole lot of teams that are big heavy, so... I don't re- I would rather see us going small a little more, um, but I, I'm not. I'm not complaining about the two big lineup.
1: So, what are your thoughts on potentially moving Tice into a, a bench role, or even having that conversation with him, seeing if he's willing to move to the bench and move a guy like I don't. I really don't want to say Grant, but potentially Grant Williams or hopefully, again, Robert Williams can get back from what is hopefully not a crazy bad injury. But would you prefer to see one of those guys move into that starting role to give Tice kind of his pick and seal type role back? To be completely honest, I'm
0: not the biggest Tice fan. I I would rather see him come off the bench and Add that kind of veteran spot that he has, the presence that he has, even being a younger guy. Um, I also would, I would rather see Time Lord in there than Grant Williams. I'm not the biggest Grant Williams fan either, especially as a starter. I think that he can play his role pretty well, um, but I think that role is coming off the bench, and I. Oh, I would like to see it stay that way. If anything, if anyone is going to come in and take Tyson's spot, I would
1: rather it be Time Lord. Okay, so if you bring Time Lord in, if he's healthy, if you bring Time Lord in, if he's healthy, do you leave Tristan Thompson in his starting role as well? I, because now you have two bigs, neither of which can shoot. I and
0: that goes team by team. I think. I I, I think personally. I would like to see Tristan Thompson being our starting center, and that's like our one big. Um, but the way that Grant uh, that Williams is playing right now, Time Lord is playing right now, is um, it, it's exciting. He has a lot of energy. He's doing good on the de- good on the defensive side. Um, I just wish we could see a little more, um, a little more scoring from him. Honestly,
1: yeah. I mean, if the way I look at the team right now, if we're gonna go with a a one man big lineup, I'm okay with it being Tristan Thompson, or or Time Lord for that matter. I think it would be in short stints if Time Lord was the was the big that they went with. Going with a two big lineup again, I I don't see Tice being in it. I don't think that Time Lord would fit in either. I I think I think you need a guy that can stretch the court. If you're going to go with two bigs, you need one of them to be able to shoot. Yeah, I agree. And Tyson's very good with picking roles and playing two-man up top
0: um, with the guards. And Tatum and Brown, I mean, he 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 does play that Celtic role very well. Uh, yeah, I, so. I just...
1: I don't... I don't see the big-man lineup working very well with a guy like Tyson there. I, I mean... I. I don't think Grant has really done a ton to earn it so far. He's had a couple of bad games. Tonight wasn't one of them. He played pretty well tonight overall. But do you move him into a starting role and and a guy like Tice to the bench? I don't know. I, I really don't think that if you go with two bigs, you can go with a Thompson and a Robert Williams, though, personally. Yeah. So... I mean, looking forward into the rest of the season, what are your what are your big things? What are, you know, one, two, maybe three things that the Celtics need to do to move into a legitimate contender spot? I really I really think we need to keep
0: up our defensive dominance almost. I mean we have if we can have the energy with our blocks, our steals, um, especially from the younger guys and our bench guys, Teague and Pritchard um, I think that is going to be a huge, huge play for us. Um, but really it's consistency with our, our bench scoring. We're, yeah. we're used to having a lot of support from our bench role. Like in the past couple of years, they, they've added a huge, like amount of scoring for our team. And I, I don't think that, uh, Tatum and Brown can carry the entire load. I think we're going to they're going to need support. They're going to need help. Uh, like on the stat sheet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, we're going to need, I think the most important thing for the Celtics is that Tatum and Brown continue to be top three in top scoring duos. They're going to need to average at least 50 points. Agreed. And I hate to say 50 points because asking both players to score 25, it's tough, but I think we're going to need them to be those guys, especially with a hurt Kemba. So I would say, number one, that to me is the most important thing. Two, kind of going along with what you're saying here, they need more consistency on the bench. Teague played well tonight. Grant did his thing for the most part. We're going to need more consistent nights through the bench. I mean, realistically, we should be getting 25, 30 points from our bench. Um, we need
0: more than two guys off our bench scoring that's what we need really yeah we can' no, i mean it, it's
1: it's true and if you look at the the starting lineup too though I mean they had a total of twenty points outside of Tatum and Brown so you've got fifty three points for Tatum and Brown and then forty points total outside of them it you can't you can't have it the Celtics need to be scoring somewhere in the 110 to 115 mark to win games on a consistent basis, in my opinion. So those are, those are really the two big things for me, is Tatum and Brown continuing to score, more consistency on the bench, and then honestly, if I'm adding in a third here, it's health. We need Kemba back quick. We need Kemba We need Kemba back healthy, not quick. We need Kemba back healthy. And we need the rest of our lineup to stay healthy as well. We need to get Time Lord back. Those are my three big things moving forward. And I really think that is it. I
0: mean, we've been doing everything so far without, without our starting point guard. That's like the captain of our offense. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's going to be a totally different... Team when he's back, and I I like the way that we're playing. I like getting our young guards in the game and really trying them out. I know it's a short season and every game counts, but um, I think this is only gonna help in the future, giving Kemba breaks when he's back. Um, but yeah, I think that the the point guard is such a vital role. And being able to facilitate and have our scorers set up their shots, like go do off all screens and things like that and get the space for themselves. And then just having Kemba facilitate like a point guard should. We just are lacking that right now. I think Teague's doing an all right job filling in. We talked about him a little before. Um, but I mean, Kemba is, he's our guy. He's our starting,
1: starting point guy. We need him back. We,
0: uh, that's yeah. really. I agree.
1: You. I agree. Well we'll wrap it up here. That's what you heard it here first. You know, we need Kemba back to make a, a healthy run towards the playoffs here. But uh we'll wrap up today after a tough three point loss to a horrible Pistons team. Uh we are we will be back on Sunday. Three o'clock game against the Pistons. Uh, so we will talk to you soon. I can't help it, I'm like a Celtic I can't help it, nah I can't help it, nah I can't help it, I'm like a Celtic I can't help it, I'm like a Celtic